Hi everyone, uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Mr. Deep Malik, uh, founder of saleassist.ai, empowering e-commerce with video commerce. Uh, before becoming an entrepreneur, Deep had uh, a 20 year long career in companies such as Infosys and Publicis Sapient. Hi Deep, welcome to ELI. Hi, nice to be here, my pleasure. Uh, I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Uh, so, you know, I am a CEO and co-founder at Sale Assist. And prior to this, uh, you know, I have a 20-year career in, you know, uh, you know, different enterprises, as you mentioned. So I started with Infosys. Uh, you know, very soon, company realized that, you know, this person should be given more of leadership roles. And I started taking up more of them. I worked here in India, uh, in Canada and US also, uh, leading some of the critical projects. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I, you know, left uh, Infosys in 2012, uh, you know, when I had set up the, you know, IMS department uh, for Infosys in Chandigarh. And then I joined a company, Publicis Sapient, here in NCR region uh, mm -hmm. to start the digital managed services uh, for the company. Uh, it was from very beginning from scratch, actually, uh, you know, we started and, uh, you know, ramped up to a 2 to 50 member team organization when I when I left mm -hmm. that before starting sale assist. And mm -hmm. as part of my job, actually, the key uh, responsibility was to manage the large uh, e-commerce uh, platforms of uh, multinational companies and realize the key fact that a lot of money spent on technology and marketing but essentially the key uh, resultant is less than two percentage conversions mm -hmm. uh, and on the other side on physical retail you know we are seeing at least 10 to 20 percentage conversion just because of the interactivity and engagement which happens on a physical store so that was a key insight which led to that what if we could also give a very personalized and assisted shopping experience to online shoppers and uh, along with my co-founders, uh, you know, Ashish and Chetan, we started our journey on Sale Assist. And uh, how has been the journey so far? Can you give us a brief on uh, uh, how many uh, customers are uh, using our platform? Uh, how many people do we reach every day? What kind of impact we have been making, etc.? Sure. So essentially, in uh, general terms, we have we started our you know venture in 2020 February, just before the pandemic. And essentially, you know, it was a time when video technology was coming uh, in a big way. Uh, we, we saw the rise of Zoom and Meet and all these players. And, you know, that's on the other side, you know, we were having the same uh, similar video technology, but we were implementing that for, you know, kind of one-to-one -one video calls between a shopper and a customer support team of these e-commerce companies uh, to give them more assisted and personalized shopping experience. Uh, our initial sales started uh, in the time of October, November last year. It has been like six months of sales cycle so far. And, uh, you know, in very, you know, a short time, we have in a way made an impact where we are in a way working with some of the top e-commerce companies. I won't name them due to NDS though, but, uh, you know, it is kind of creating uh, impact that on seven segments specifically, one is luxury fashion, uh, second is automobiles, third is real estate, fourth is home decor and furniture, 
give these financial instruments like home loan and uh, different different products uh you know uh, jewelry uh, being one of them and tours and travel last these seven segments is where in a way we are working with all the top leaders in india at this moment of time in uh, you know disrupting and bringing the video commerce aspect onto their e-commerce channels and uh, you know at this moment of time we have a in kind of a healthy pipeline of 220 customers uh, at this moment of time and we are yet to in a way start a full blown sales and marketing effort we are already you know you may say boggled with the kind of demand on our side and uh, we are not actively doing any sales marketing at this point of time we are first setting up right teams and be able to manage this kind of demand on our side and in parallel also try to experiment with western uh, countries also to see the adoption uh, in there as well okay uh this is a very interesting solution that you have built uh but i would like to understand how you came up with this idea uh um, to build such a solution okay so um, the idea was that when uh, on e-commerce site even if you are shopping or anyone else is shopping uh, it is a personalized it is your own personal experience you, you know it is your self service you are alone either on your computer or in a phone and trying to shop something and while you know what you have to buy for example if you know i'm i'm here to buy a specific thing like say a mobile phone you will go and buy that but then there are certain products which needs consolidated discussion or visualization or some kind of a high tech support to explain you know why this product will be helpful and how you can use it you know so the idea was that in the e-commerce site we can have a one touch interface by which i can or a button or any link by which i can say this is a live assistance available for you if you click on that instantly within 5 seconds you have someone live talking to you so mm-hmm. in especially in these pandemic times when we are all stuck at homes and there is no interactivity in general while you are doing the shopping and there is someone to talk and engage it is uh, you know a very very you may say satisfying experience and unlike a physical store where if we are shopping something and if there are two or three sales people who you know gather around you it becomes a little embarrassing this is not like that this is on demand if i need an assistance i would ask for it if i don't need it i will be on my own there is no one disturbing us so this one click video experience is something uh, you know which my co-founder you know chetan and ashish uh, when they showed this kind of a possibility it was an instant uh view point that unlike say zoom meeting which we are doing right now mm-hmm. where we need to know the both parties we need to schedule a meeting and then need to come on that what if if we can do it in a real time basis it we even went a further step ahead that suppose a customer is from say chennai what if the call can be routed to a chennai physical store also for example there is a multinational company which has a physical stores as well as a central team you know what if the person can be directed to the local chennai store of the same brand mm-hmm. so we have this menu based routing also developed we have we are working to make it more and more easy for people to work in online and offline world uh, so all of these insights and the some of the feedbacks from customer uh, you know helped us in uh, developing and creating these kind of workflows okay uh 
tell us about the co-founders you have. How did you meet them? And how you guys convinced each other to come together to build a startup? Sure. Uh, so, you know, when I was with Publicis Sapient around five years back, Chetan actually was joint Chetan joint Sapient. And very soon we realized that, uh, you know, he had uh, a skill which was to more to do with cloud and video technology. And he was working on different, different solutions. He was coming up with these ideas and always, you know, uh, you know, discussing with me, we found, you know, a kind of a synergies between us in terms of doing something of our own. That was the first trigger point. And in our extra time, in our coffee breaks, we were discussing about, you know, what is the possibility? So we brainstormed on certain items, we discarded certain items. And then uh, it came to a point in 2018 when Chetan introduced me to his college friend, Ashish. They were working, uh, studying together in Jaipur way back. And Ashish, um, you know, is a champ in his technology world. And essentially, uh, uh, you know, he showed us some of the work he had done. Uh, he, at, at a very short span, was working with CTOs of the different multinational companies. So he's a tech champion and he showed us the possibilities. And when it took us a while, we, we sat on this and analyzed it for a time before we, you know, started to, uh, you know, take a decision to jump full time into this. And uh, the synergies came from a simple fact that uh, everyone wanted to do the entrepreneurship spirit between us. Uh, you know, I had a pretty long and you may say a stable established career, uh, but yeah, to have that energy and to be able to, you know, disrupt and, uh, you know, and do something for our own. Uh, and the synergies factors and the technology factors uh, and the skills factor, those combinations came in together. Okay. Uh, after you uh, were together and you started building the product, tell us about the first uh, sales pitch or uh, the first customer you got uh, as a company. Okay. So as a first customer, uh, it was essentially a um, uh, customer, you know, I, I'm not specifically saying name because some of the details. So it came to a fact that, you know, uh, we started to work with them to improve on their customer engagement, but, you know, uh, they were into jewelry sector. So they were selling online jewelry. And, you know, the idea was that today uh, there are so many things available, but people don't buy high price items of jewelry because of the trust factor, or maybe they don't, uh, they don't have the kind of a, uh, you know, complete understanding of the product that what all uh, ingredients you may say in terms of the purity and the stuff like that. So they want someone to consult with. So we first had this jewelry clients where we implemented our solution and we realized that within uh, four to six weeks itself, they started to capture, uh, you know, twice the number of leads uh, coming to them in a way. And secondly, we also realized that uh, the average engagement time uh, was roughly four, four and a half minutes of a particular video conversation, which was two times or three times more than any other interface, like a chat interface. People were talking, they were asking for more and it became a kind of a engagement point. There were also some learnings which came to a point through this initial first client that what is something we need to also improve on the product side to make it more seamless. Uh, so stuff like that also was realization. 
but uh, that gave us a clear journey that any product which needs a visualization or consultative discussion is something you know we would be very very helpful for example if i am to buy a bike for example a electric vehicle we all wish to buy it but we do not have the full understanding of it if someone can guide us or tell us more about it the chances that i will end up booking it will be much higher so those are the kind of things we realize that this is the area to go after and uh, you know journey has been evolving and we are still early in the game but yeah with the positive and vibrant you may say aroma tell us about your team i think you have uh, apart from the co-founders you have done a lot of hiring as well tell us first uh, how do you hire people how do you go about it how do you find the right people and after you have hired how do you develop uh, the orientation in them okay so uh, one thing i did not highlighted was like we were lean and mean till november last year uh, we were working on our own and trying to you know get the uh, basic product right the basic initial few customers on boardings and what not then we had our first uh, introduction with uh, you may say a vc firm called as uh, 100x vc and uh, you know we found uh, synergies with them and they also liked what we were doing so we became part of their startup program uh, uh, and till that time we also had uh, become part of aws and nvidia startup program uh, in in uh, the whole journey and they gave us uh, as the first check you may say and uh, subsequent to that we started to look out for more hiring of people and then we are just closing our second round the announcements will be out uh, in first week of june actually so uh, the uh, right now we may have a roughly 20 member team at this moment of time uh, we don't wish to build a army of people but yeah we are looking for right talent uh, who can do their roles uh, you know in a in a very uh, efficient manner and uh, the key uh, you know kind of uh, approaches which we are taking to hire is uh, one is um, you know linkedin based approaching of right people secondly we also have uh, taken uh, a view of selecting few young people like you know people who are very early or maybe just starting their career also but have the right traits and to be able to take them and train them and onboard them on our product journey so most of the product base is done we need people who can just maintain it and you know take it to other level not only on technology even on sales side we have had people uh, who are from different different uh, backgrounds like one of our sales person is based out of qatar uh, not in india but still they do uh, the sales actively and then we have uh, both a mix of young and experienced people uh, and then we have portals job portals also where we tend to Uh, screen a person through few rounds you may say and uh, you know take them on board um, you know so it has been a you may say a heavy uh, onboarding of people in the last two months and we wish to continue this cycle for next uh, six months or so um, we would be roughly 40 to 50 member team by this year and that's what we forecast but yeah we don't expect to be uh, you know building a very heavy team as well because we are a product company and not necessarily like a services company we need army of people mm-hmm. you mentioned uh, 
last year november only you started hiring actively uh, at darbaji were a very lean startup uh, having said that i i am uh, assuming that you were waiting for the uh, product market fit uh, till you hire more people uh, can you tell us how did you achieve the product market fit yeah so there have been uh, you know few you may say ab testing which happened in different segments to find out which are the right set of clientels which to go after uh, we very soon realized that uh, some of the large e-commerce aggregator platforms for example say amazons of the world is not the right market to go after but uh, the clientele which is more of a mid size like uh, shopify stores or d2c brands who are directly selling to consumers are the right areas uh, in a way where they want to really engage their customers not only sales is their motive understanding the customer behavior is their main motive that what do the end customer really wants and uh, basis that they refine their product they refine their own journey in a way so essentially uh, you know that is something uh, it took us a while and still we are learning i won't say that we have fully learned the whole ecosystem uh, but we know the areas where the acceptance and acceptance is higher mm-hmm. we also did one thing which is interesting and unique is we not only on the websites but also on physical uh, places like a print media advertisements a sector we created a video qr code this qr code can be put up into any uh, you know place which is uh, you know like a print media advertisement or even a product itself like one of the two wheelers uh, company essentially wants to put the qr code onto the bike itself to okay. give a live roadside assistance where if you get an issue scan the qr code the call will be video call will be connected to their central support team and they can guide you before someone comes to them physically so it has been a kind of a evolution of our use cases as well that not only we are fitting onto e-commerce platforms there is a huge physical play out there as well interesting very interesting any pivots you have done in the midway yeah so the uh, we had video technology uh, initially and we at that time in february march when the pandemic was starting everyone was looking for video kind of a solution for their businesses for education schooling what not so we also started to offer our video platform for uh, like online classes and stuff like that and it was initially good we also had a technology by which i can do a private installation which means if some company wants to have their own personal setup rather than a cloud based setup we can do it for them like our idea was that there would be certain segments who value their information where like lawyers or advocates or high value designers where you know they don't want to share their information outside mm-hmm. the way in a way if you are using meet or zoom it is going through a public cloud in some terms so we were also offering uh, private video setups initially we got not only clients in india but in us also at that time but we realized that it is not a very very scalable business because we are doing independent installations and we need to maintain them also individually uh the idea and the best thing would be if there could be a saas platform which could be managed centrally and we could 
be much more better in business terms with that kind of a model. So we pivoted from those private installations to a SaaS-based model in a way. So yeah, that happened in July last year, July, August last year. And I think uh, it was a, a right decision looking back. What is the vision you have uh, for the future? What do you want to become in next uh, five years time or 10 years time? We in some terms are already, you may say leading the space of video commerce in India, but still the market and the whole thing is very, very, uh, you may say, uh, you know, underdeveloped or young. We want to be leaders in video commerce space, not only in India, but even in Western markets and have all the right tools and ingredients at this point of time. There are some competitors of ours which exist in US also. However, they still do not have all the range of offerings like the ones I was talking about, video QR codes, or we are also coming up with live streaming based selling. All of those essentially does not exist uh, today. So our vision is to be known for leading the video commerce space and shifting the model which was developed 30 years back from say amazon the same pictures the same cart and replacing that with much more lively and engaging shopping experience okay. so that's what we that our vision is to be leading this space what are the different challenges that uh, you have faced uh, so far while building and growing this venture Okay, so first of all, the timings are unusual in a way that uh, we are all distributed at this moment of time. People are working remotely. My team currently uh, stands out as I was talking. Some people are in Calcutta, some are in Chennai, some are in Qatar. All of us are distributed at this time. So there is uh, this element on which we miss is a personal bonding. We still do a lot of stuff to keep the engagement level high, but a physical connect is always good that is one internal challenge you may say second is uh, in terms of not our product limitation but unavailability of people who can do video sales uh, this is a new services being launched some of the customer support people in india the skills are mostly towards phone call support or email support or a chat support never ever these people were visible to end customer even if in your experience if you would be contacting any support center of say ICC bank or Airtel or anyone, you would never know or meet these people. You don't know who these are. And in this kind of video sales, the person should be presentable and should be able to communicate and engage the person in a, in a better manner. Mm -hmm. So there, there is a kind of a challenge which we face at the customer is ready, but they do not have the right workforce. I have spoken to some of the even very leading brands that they claim to say that they don't have these people. Uh, they'll have to find them first before we can implement this. So there lies opportunity for people who are into services industry to build a workforce like this because video commerce and video sales is the future. And there is a huge gap of such people. So yeah, these are some of the few challenges which comes to my mind. Okay. Tell us about uh the decision making process that you follow uh, how do you make decisions as an entrepreneur so in a, uh, a first area or roles responsibilities which we have segregated that anything to do with technology related decisions will be done by ashish anything to do with 
you know the back end cloud video infrastructure uh, will be taken by chetan and anything to do with sales and business related will be done by me so that is the first area of segregation and not only at a founders level i would say that even at a team level we try to implement this point that uh superiority should not win logic should win which means even if someone uh, in the team also has a better logic to say that this should be done in this manner and if he is right we should uh, acknowledge that so the whole point is about thinking that how the value will be generated not just that this is the way it, it has been done in past or this is the way i think it should happen so little flexibility on that terms it is something which we are trying to imbibe this as a company culture uh, you know being a remote company at this moment of time and uh, you know the idea is about decision making that it should happen within their respective functions and it should look logically sound that this happened for the right reason the reasoning should be behind it tell us about some of the failures you have gone through as an entrepreneur and uh, um, the way i see it entrepreneurship is all about uh, different failures and some successes you get out of it yeah that is right so uh, if a startup uh, you may say if anyone has assumption that startup journey is a very very exciting journey yes it is exciting but it comes with its own set of challenges your idea and market and the technology is so dynamic that what you think and by the time you implement it or by the time if you are doing some other competitor takes in a very very large way so there are so many things where your plans do not work and that is a time of reckoning and that's also a time where you know you should have a clear understanding that uh, are you passionate and you want to die along with that startup or you want to pivot it and make it more relevant to the current times or uh, you want to completely shut it down it's uh, gracefully shut it down is also a decision which comes to mind so previous to this i did one startup which was to implement a tablet based kiosk in physical stores it was the other way around that in physical stores there is not so much of variety which is available it has limited shelf space and suppose if i go to a jewelry shop there are few designs available but uh, 10 times more can be made if i can show them easily over a digital catalog and engage them and uh, you know uh, show them all the possibilities it will become a small e-commerce experience within a physical store uh, it could be similar like furniture designs bakery cake designs there's so many things to be shown so that was my previous thing we were doing that uh, and and that moment of time we also ended up onboarding 200 odd physical stores in uh, delhi area and we realized our learnings that first uh, the physical devices is something which is getting damaged either the staff is mishandling or some issue happens it is not easy to manage that secondly uh, even though it was a saas product but uh, the selling was door to door these companies were not digitally active each of them had to be approached one by one and then we have to onboard them one by one so there was a friction in terms of onboarding of these people every time and we learned our lessons in that and uh, we realized that it is good thing but it is not making business sense and we had to gracefully shut it down so to your question uh, specifically yeah failures to come failures is good thing failure gives you more insights 
and uh, ability to take more and more uh, tough and uh, challenging decisions in future can you give me one instance where you have witnessed a compounding effect in your venture it can be anything uh if you may uh, if i get your question right like in a way that we did one thing and suddenly it started to give us multifold uh absolutely uh, feed okay so one thing which uh in simple terms in sales itself i'll give you example we were always uh, you know coming up with this viewpoint that it should be a live assistance and it came for a very simple idea that what if there could also be an offline mode to capture a video or a voice message of the customer uh and the key thing was that uh you know the support people will only work certain hours in the night times or when everyone is busy you know there is no one to attend these people or uh, on the other side the customer may not also be comfortable to do a live conversation they may want to leave a message for you this simple thing actually uh, of recording of a video or a voice message uh, is something which we introduced and the kind of response and you may say uh, it has been giving us like compounding uh kind of a benefit because this small thing started to give us many new ideas uh and lot of new use cases like not only a video and a voice message but uh we started to use it as a video testimonials capturing we started to use it as a video for product unpackaging like uh, offline recording of these videos became something uh opened up new doors for us in a way so um that's the uh, closest uh, i could think at this moment of time that something we did not thought it but that one thing gave started to open up many doors for us okay my final question to you tell us about the learnings you have got as, as an entrepreneur which can shorten the learning curve of other entrepreneurs who are listening to you right now so one is definitely um, you know before you start on an idea or develop anything it would be perhaps better to take a pause uh, the pause would be one month or three months or whatever but go to market and exactly talk to those people which you anyway will go and tell on a piece of paper that this is what i intend to do and is it something you will be ready to pay for it or no or does it make any value for you or not so you will get some customer insights much more before you do something you will have some insights which will help you do the things in a right way um there are many people who get excited and they believe this is the the thing they want to do and it will change the world but very soon market teaches them that this is not the right thing and uh, that is my one thing second is uh perseverance uh you know there would be times because you know you are on your own uh it's not a always comfortable time and it make sense to you know feel that everything will be all right just stick to it uh you know just have this belief uh in your idea and, and the destiny in a way don't give up too soon you know there are times when things start to make shape later also maybe initially you may struggle but suddenly the right timing happens or you end up doing the right changes it happens and pivots is uh the third thing where 
you know you may would have thought it that the focus would be right uh, but then a small tweak can make it a large difference uh, the market is so big today that even everyone has room for a unique idea your idea could be slightly different and still meaningful so if things are not working out be ready to pivot and don't just marry to one idea alone and lastly uh, team matters uh, pick up the right people more than you may say just the skills part look for the people who have a uh, courage to or who have this high growth kind of a feeling to join a startup and you know look more of that skills also because that's going to be your initial players in the team who will go a long way so choose the right people just don't choose because uh, they are from very large companies just because uh, they have very very high skill but more towards the culture part as well the cultural fitment is also very very important uh well uh, thanks for your time uh, deep uh, we have come to the end of the session uh, it was a pleasure talking to you and uh, learning uh, uh, about your journey um, i would say my best wishes for sales assist.ai yeah uh, thanks a lot it's my pleasure and yeah um, you know i don't want to pretend that you know uh, we know everything everyone is learning and we should continue to learn thanks for your wishes and everyone should stay safe in this difficult times thank you